0: hello guys welcome to another episode of the voice of mike Today's episode is coffee and bible and last month when we had coffee and bible we had reverend canon james as one of our guests and he spoke about modern evangelism and he had a lot to say and today we are going to look at the topic forgiveness and we are privileged to have with us reverend canon ademola Oluakoya. Reverend, you're welcome sir Thank you very much, Mike. It's a privilege to be here again. Thank you so much. The last time Reverend was here, he talked about um, Africa and church wedding, and we looked at a lot about it. There's a lot we were able to learn in the last episode with Reverend. Please, if you haven't listened to that, please go back and you'll find Africa and white wedding, Uh, at least for young people in the house who also get to learn something. So once again, Reverend, you're welcome. Thank you very much. Yes. So... Um, forgiveness is what we are looking at. We are seeing the spirit of Easter, and we want to look at forgiveness—what Christ did for us. But um, my first question is this, uh, sir: How do you feel when you forgive someone?
1: Okay. Um, forgiveness is is man's—I mean, from what we understand from Scripture, forgiveness is man's greatest need. Okay. And Forgiveness is what we is the means whereby we regain what we lost when we lost the glory of God in the Garden of Eden, so whenever a human being forgives another human being, it's as though you are giving man something you know intangible, something so precious, and um because that's what that's the only way men come back to. Um, experience, in a way, the glory of God again. So when you forgive someone, it's as though you are playing a role in a person's life that only God can actually play. Because it's only God that, you know, God has the power to forgive. So when you forgive someone, it makes you feel like, I believe, what Adam probably felt before the fall. And that's why when you forgive someone, you're doing what God does, you're doing what Jesus does, okay. and that gives you a feeling of fulfillment. It gives you a feeling of rest, it gives you a feeling of you know, um, peace, um, no matter how terrible the act is. But when you really genuinely, from the bottom of your heart, forgive someone, it's as though you're standing in the place of God and you're giving someone peace. And we know from scriptures that when you give it will be given back unto you. Mm-hmm. So once yeah. I'm giving somebody peace, okay. of course I usually will have a double portion of what I've given up. Okay yeah. Okay. Thank you very much. So having
0: said what you have said, uh, is it that easy to forgive?
1: Um, uh, to be candid for human beings, okay. because uh, we, uh, as even those of us who have come to the knowledge of Christ. Um, because we still struggle with the flesh, okay. it is not easy to forgive okay. um forgi- i mean the flesh wants to hold grudges because the Bible makes us know that the flesh is always you know um against the spirit, and both of them are at war against each other. So um to forgive is divine like it is usually said, um, because that's why I said when you forgive someone it's as though you are standing in the place of God, you are doing what God does because um, um, God is the one who forgives. and um, so when to forgive is divine. and if you look at it at that, um, when we want to do things that are divine, usually our flesh would not want us to do. Okay. So the, 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 the I mean the, the, the natural man, forgiveness is not easy for him for some forgiveness is actually impossible the spiritual man too, forgiveness is not easy but especially depending on the um, you know um, the offense that was committed against such a person Um, but I believe that forgiveness could become easy that's why Jesus said that you know Peter asked how many times should I forgive my neighbor and then Jesus said 70 times, seven times. It was not about the number. I believe he was saying, continue, Keep forgiving people until it becomes second nature to you. Okay. So, just as many times as people offend you, keep forgiving. Forgiving is not easy for any of us. Okay. But when we become committed to do God's will, okay. and when we are committed to do it, and we do it again and again, even when it hurts, okay. after a while, it becomes second nature to us to forgive. After a while, it's just like every other thing. Following God is usually not easy. But the moment a man makes a commitment to follow God and you begin on that journey, after a while, it's no more you. It's God's Spirit leading your will and all of that. And then you forgive and you are actually surprised. I don't know if some people have experienced that, but sometimes I'm forgiving people that I was actually surprised. Like, (laughs) <laughs> Did I just let that guy go like that? Mm-hmm. But he wasn't me, it was God in me. So forgiveness naturally to all of us, mm-hmm. Christians, non-Christians, is not easy, spiritual, carnal. But the issue is for the spiritual man who is committed to doing God's will, mm-hmm. God usually has a way of making his will easier over time for us to do because it is he who, you know, Works in us both to will and to do of His good pleasure. Okay. So if He's doing it, He knows how to make it easy. But it's usually not easy. Okay.
0: Yeah. Okay. So why do people struggle to forgive? Um,
1: okay. Um, um, like I said, it's yes. it's it depends. For some people, they could forgiveness could not be really difficult to them. Okay. But it depends on the offense. When okay. you come to there, are some you know very terrible stuff. People okay. who have been raped. People mm. who have been sexually abused, mm. people who you know trusted someone and then they were really betrayed, okay. and people who um, you know maybe all that they all that they had or all that um, probably they committed in terms of finance, all that they have saved okay. was lost to a trusted fellow. Things like that and many more, or maybe uh, when you have the issue of unfaithfulness in a marriage okay. and everything. When it comes to issues like that, very grievous stuff okay. and everything, or maybe someone who robbed you and all of that, okay. um, it's usually difficult okay. when it comes to that issue to forgive. And the only reason why it is difficult is because when we fell in the Garden of Eden, we lost, you know, we lost a very big chunk of God's image that was in us. Okay. That part of God that makes God able to forgive and forget, you know, sin and forget man's sins mm-hmm. and God would say your sins I remember no more. We lost a chunk and a major portion of the image of God, the Imago Dei that we inherited when we we're created. Mm-hmm. And of course because of that we struggle to be like God and do the things that God will do. So for the natural man, when I am hurt when I am offended, the natural tendency is for me to want to, you know, make that person have feel what I feel. Mm -hmm. And the natural tendency for the natural man is for me to want to avenge what has been done to me. Mm -hmm. And to want and to you know want to do to that person what the person has done to me negatively. Mm -hmm. That's what the natural man would do. Mm -hmm. And forgiveness, I mean holding on to grudges satisfies the flesh. It gives it makes, us, it, it, it makes us feel like we have some sort of power over what has been done to us. Because the flesh will usually lie to us that once you forgive them, then you have no power to avenge anymore or to whatever. So I think the reason why it's difficult to forgive, number one, is because the natural man wants to avenge. The natural man wants to do something about what has been done to him. The natural man will not be like Jesus I want to be on the cross and then, you know, or Stephen and say, Father, forgive them. They don't know what they are doing. No, the natural man wants to repay evil with evil, pain with pain. Mm -hmm. And when we hold on to grudges, we have this sense that we still have power over the situation. And sometimes when we let go of that grudge, we feel like we have lost all the power. We have lost all the ability for us to be able to actually avenge ourselves in this situation. Mm-hmm. So that's why the natural man wants to hold on to grudges. It's, a, it's an issue of power because I still want to have power over this situation. So um, that's why for all of us, it is it is forgiveness makes us feel like we have become vulnerable. Forgiveness makes us feel like fool. And forgiveness makes us feel, you know, Forgiveness does everything to us that the self, the flesh does not love and that's why because we are all still in a struggle with the flesh, mm. for all of us it will be difficult for us to forgive. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So um,
0: having said all that you said, sir, yes, sir. when we look at uh, is, forgiveness also means to let go of uh, what the person have done wrong. Okay, let me give an instance. Yeah. Uh, I study a course called criminology and penology in school. Okay. And one of the types of punishment is retribution. Okay. Which was gotten from Mosaic law. Yes. Where uh, the book of Exodus yeah. said yeah. if you kill such person should be given the same yeah. measure of okay. yeah, exactly. so does that mean how how can we relate that to our present day okay.
1: as well? Um thank you very much, Mike. Yes. Um in the old testament we know that God you know, made it clear, an eye for an eye, yes. you know, a tooth yes. for a tooth and yes. all of that. Um and God even commanded a person who steals to do restitution. Yeah. And, you know, pay back um double what he has stolen and all of that. Yes. Um I think um and and we see that God but Jesus made it clear in the New Testament, you know, um Yes, you know, and he told them, um, he told the Jews, he told his hearers, you know that before it was an eye for an eye tooth for a tooth. Mm -hmm. But I'm giving you a new law now, you know, and pay back evil with good and all of that. So Jesus made it clear. Um, In the Old Testament, we had that system. And of course, we understand that our law system today borrowed a lot from the Mosaic law and everything. So, um, but in terms of us as believers, and uh, we see that, Uh, In the New Testament, the teaching is to forgive. Mm -hmm. The emphasis is to forgive. Even in the Old, there was actually emphasis on forgiveness. Mm -hmm. It was just that it's not as... um, There there was teaching on forgiveness, but it was not as emphasized as it was in the New Testament. So, Because you had in the Old Testament the concept of jubilee. When people have owed you for a period of years, you let them go and all of that. So um, even in the Old Testament, God started to help Israel to understand forgiveness. Um, even from the concept of the bulls and all of that. So even in the Old Testament, there was a teaching of forgiveness and letting go. Um, but uh, in the New Testament, you now have it emphasized, God makes it clear that his desire is not... Um, so so when, when, um, when we say forgiveness, we must understand, I don't know if what you're asking is this, but we must understand that forgiveness doesn't mean that we allow ourselves to be, you know, Reading upon, you know, um, just like that, yeah. and we become total fools. We become um, footmat for the world to just ride upon and go. Mm-hmm. That does not mean forgive. Forgiveness doesn't mean we wouldn't protect ourselves and you know allow ourselves. Forgiveness doesn't mean sometimes when we are wrong we don't seek justice. Okay. And all those uh, and, and mm. issues like that. Okay. Forgiveness doesn't mean that. Forgiveness mm. doesn't mean also when people wrong us, we don't take restitution. Probably somebody stole from me. Mm. And then he comes maybe after a few years and he won't, he's repented and he wants to take it And I say, I forgive, forgiving you. And then I don't take No, no, no. The Bible doesn't say that we can't do that. Mm. Though the Bible encourages that we let go. But there are instances where, depending on the faith of the person who was offended, if he feels like he's going to need to seek justice, he should, especially um in whatever form that justice could come, if it's with a brother within the walls of the church, if it is with an unbeliever in the courts of law and all of that. Forgiveness does not mean sometimes we do not um seek some form of justice. But I think what it means is that we do not, for number one, we don't do it from a stance of vengeance. Okay. Like we want to revenge and all of that. We want the person to feel pain. Okay. But sometimes maybe we just want to get some form back of what we have lost okay. and all of that. So, and um, we do not also, and even when we are doing that, when we are trying to seek justice, we also apply mercy as much as it can, you know. And you see that in situations, believers who probably, somebody stole uh, maybe billions of naira, and then the person made efforts to pay something so that the guy could go and start up something. And then he says, forget the rest. That's forgiveness too. So forgiveness does not really mean whatever is done to me, I'm just, you know, uh, Jesus doesn't want me to do anything back. And all that. Even though he emphasizes that, you know, um, forgive as much as it relies on you. Be at peace with all men. Yes, we know that is the teaching of the scriptures, but there are times when even believers, I believe, can be encouraged by God to seek justice. There are times when, when we also do not seek justice um, because we want to say, i have forgiven you. We allow evil to continue because the person whom has perpetrated that evil will go and perpetrate it again to somebody else and we could have stopped that if we pursued justice. Mm-hmm. So I feel that then we need to find a balance and trust the Holy Spirit to help us to understand what step to take in um, every situation. Okay. Yes.
0: I think you've actually answered my next question okay. because I was going to ask if forgiveness means uh, such a person should be shouldn't be punished. Okay. But I think you've actually answered yeah. that question. So uh, you made mention of restitution, sir. Okay. So um, maybe for those who yes. don't know what restitution is, okay. you could just give us uh, the meaning of okay. it, unless. Like, can we trace it back to the scripture? What yeah. is God's view yeah. on restitution? Sir?
1: Okay, Thank you very much. Restitution simply means um, paying back what was stolen okay. or um, giving a compensation to one, someone we have hurt okay. to simply reduce the effect of the offense. Okay. For example, if um, I um, stole from a person okay. and then I have repented, I go back to the person, I ask for the person's forgiveness mm-hmm. and then what I've stolen, I probably give back. Mm-hmm. If I have more, I add whatever it is just to show the person um, and everything. Um, or if you know, sometimes it has to do with things you cannot actually give back. Mm-hmm. Um, if um, a person committed rape, um, raped uh, a woman or something, he can't give that back. Mm-hmm. But rescission could simply mean going to seek for forgiveness. So that the person can have closure, and then the person can move on with life. Um, so um, restitution is just simply, you know, trying to, you know, reduce the hurt as much as possible that we have caused. And whatever it is, we can do, okay, and to compensate the person. Sometimes, so that's restitution. And sometimes it's just paying back. Restitution could be um i know for some persons it could be oh i know i got some things fraudulently and now i have to give it back because i know this is not how god wants to bless me that could be restitution so it could mean even a certificate i know i forged or i didn't deserve and now I open up and I make the world know that oh I'm sorry this I didn't get this on merit mm-hmm. that could be restitution. So there are various forms in which restitution could occur. And um, we know from scriptures also from the book of Exodus when God was giving um the, you know the rules and all of that that Israel would live by. We know that God actually encouraged restitution like what I quoted before when God said if a man steals he's actually supposed to return double fold. Yes. And then in the book of Exodus you see many mentions of that. Mm-hmm. Um, so we know that in the Old Testament, God encouraged restitution. In the New Testament, we know from the Book of Romans, scriptures talks about um, all oh, no man nothing except love. Mm-hmm. So and so, um, and uh, except love for one another. So we also see in the fact that you know, God. We see from the li- life of um, what's his name again? Is this Zachariah? Yes. Zacchaeus Zacchaeus rather thank you and we see how you know when he met Christ Mm. he said no I need to pay back double all that I've taken from people unjustly Mm. and we saw that Jesus encouraged him to do that so um, so from the scriptures we see that restitution is a teaching of the the scriptures and we see that it is encouraged by the Bible for believers to do restitution um, why, but we must do it. I, I believe the, the issue is do it. we need to do restoration from the right motive. Okay. And in every situation, I usually would recommend to people, be sure God is leading you to do whatever it is you're doing. Okay. Um, When we have issues like that where we do not have a clear commandment and a clear rule, like, you know, God saying, this is how you're going to do in every situation, we need the leading of God. Okay you know, to know and we also need to do I've seen people do resurrection you know, simply because a pastor gave a rule that if you don't do this God has not forgiven you or your repentance is not complete. Mm-hmm. And I beg to differ in that circumstance. Mm-hmm. Um I believe um you know God decided to forgive us without um, when we come, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just yes. to forgive us of our sins, cleanse us of our righteousness. That is what the Bible says. So I believe if a man genuinely comes and he confesses to God, um, and you know, for he confesses his sins to God, I believe God would offer forgiveness. So, um, I do not believe forgiveness, um, by God is dependent on whether we do restitution or not. So, but I believe that God encourages us that we do so because we have hurt someone, yes. and that person, um doesn't even know we have cleared our account with god so restriction for me should be should with restriction from the story of zacchaeus number one it's a, an, an evidence to people that we have had an encounter with christ you know when, if i go to a person and i say i'm sorry for what i've done even though you're not aware of this and this i don't need to tell the person again that something has happened to me mm-hmm. because that's not what people usually would do mm-hmm. so it's an evidence that we have encountered christ okay. and you know um so resolution should come from that point it should come from the point that we just want to show how much we love you remember the parable of the unmerciful servant yes, you know and all of that who did not forgive others in yeah. spite of what they had done so for me resolution should come out of a conviction of my encounter with the lord it should come out of that conviction it should come also because um I now that I have come to Christ and my commandment is now the commandment of love. Um we know that Jesus taught us that, you know, love your neighbors as yourself mm-hmm. and not just even as yourself, love them as I loved you and all of that. So um if this that was done to me, now that I'm in the Lord, um how would I feel if I mean, this is that I did to somebody else, how would I feel if it was done to me? What would I want the other the person who hurts me to do in this circumstance? Then I should do that because I have met the Lord. So as much as we can, and as much as it rests on us, we need to understand that we, we need to you know do restitution as much as we can. But again, I'm saying that in every situation, make sure that you are inspired by God to do it and make sure that you're doing it out of love for God not because somebody gave you a hard and fast rule or somebody said if you don't do this you will not be admitted into the kingdom or whatever it is we need to understand all those things okay. so even if you're doing it don't do it because you want to gain more credits with God you just have to do it out of love for God and which of course translates to love for people mm-hmm. another thing we need to understand is sometimes people who we hurt do not are unable and struggle to move you know, they don't find closure. A woman who was raped, a girl who was raped, may not find closure until, mm. you know, she says, why did you do this and mm. all of that? So that's why we need to do restitution in issues like that. Okay. Um, also, we ourselves, there are some kind of crime that you will never probably be able to move on from mm. until you really come to the point where you say, I'm, you know, I'm sorry I did this and everything. Um, but again, let it come from the place of conviction. I don't know whether Paul... Saul became Paul. I don't know whether I did restitution to all of the families mm-hmm. of all the you know Christians that he, he arrested and you know some of them were killed and all kinds of things. I, the scripture doesn't tell us he went from house to house and was doing that. So I'm saying that I, I, the Bible does not categorically say that in the New Testament that this is what we ought to do and everything, but it encourages us to do to own a man. So so if you owe oh, no man nothing. So if I have offended someone, I owe the person an apology. Okay. I owe the person something. So as much as we can and God gives us the privilege, let's pay our debts. Debt does not only mean money. Mm-hmm. Somebody has broken our heart and all of that. I probably owe that person, you know, um, as much as I can give, as much as the person will permit me to give an apology, a compensation, you know. So, you know, just making them feel like, I'm sorry, there's nothing wrong with you. Because we've found that some people, you know, have been in such kind of states, maybe out of a uh, love relation that didn't work. And then the person is living with that all through their lives because they feel they are not enough. love. Mm. So I feel um, when the Bible says, oh, no, man, nothing, it means it's not just talking about money. It's talking about if i've heard people i owe them an apology i owe them a restitution so as much as we can as much as god will give us the privilege out of love for god and how much he loves us we also should do restitution as god will give us the privilege to okay yes sir.
0: thank you so much sir You're welcome. so one other thing before we wrap up okay. um we are in this uh, easter season currently okay so how did christ showed uh his forgiveness because we believe that he came to die for us yes so can we can you relate that to
1: okay we understand um we understand that jesus because we understand that because of what um when God created the heavens and the earth, God gave man um you know the earth to rule and have dominion over mm. and but we understand that man sinned against God because God also gave man. Um, a rule because every time God gives man a destiny, he also give a prophecy yes. um, an instruction, do this and I will do this, that's how God has always worked with men, God will always enter into partnership, covenant with men and that covenant comes with um, you know, responsibilities on both sides and so Adam was meant to rule over the earth, but Adam was also meant to do something he was meant to keep the law of God abstain from doing that, we understand that Adam, you know um, didn't do that because they fell to temptation and then we lost that yes. because of that as many of us who are descendants of Adam mm-hmm. and all of us are we owe God a debt we know that we, we have sinned against God scripture says the wages of sin is death yes. and we know that all have sinned and are falling mm-hmm. short of the glory of God mm-hmm. so we all owe God a debt mm-hmm. and um, God is a God of justice mm-hmm. and God will um, always do justice if not he fails to be God and so God needed to judge man. God needed to judge sin, okay. and but 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 the only way um, um and 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 then every other person um so 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 God needed to judge sin. God needed to judge um, um man, and we understand that. But God loved man so much, mm-hmm. and God knew that man would not be able to bear His judgment. Yes. I mean, I mean, He wiped off the old earth because in the days of Noah because of what um, was going on then. Man cannot bear the judgment of God. Mm-hmm. So God, because of his love for man, decided to judge himself for the sin of man. So what God did was to give us his own self okay. in the person of his son Jesus, um, and send his own son to come and bear the judgment, not for what Jesus did, not for what God did, but for what we did. Because we didn't keep our part of the agreement. And um. So God judged Christ at Calvary mm-hmm. when Christ bore, um, you know, the sin of all mankind. Mm-hmm. And uh, then, uh, and not just, ju- but that didn't end the story. God did not just judge man and, and judge uh, man in Christ. That was not all that happened. God also offered men a way to come out of this condemnation. Mm-hmm. He offered men a way to come out of, you know, the, 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 the captivity that sin had put us in. And so God, the blood of Christ that was shed, we see the blood of Christ that was shed now offered men a way of forgiveness. Mm -hmm. So as many who now believe in the sacrifice of Christ, as many who believe that he rose from the dead after he died and was buried, and as many who accept his sacrifice as enough for the cleansing of sin, they can now partake of what man, man lost in the garden of Eden, which was eternal life. And I believe that is the story of Easter. That God decided to judge himself and we tell judgment from my me but not also that God decided to offer me forgiveness why because I cannot relate with God if I am not like him and the only way I can become like God sin must be gotten rid of so I was not just not my judgment was not just given to Jesus but after he was judged for my sake he now offered me what I lost So I'm not just a prisoner that is no more going to prison. Mm. But now I am also a prisoner that has been offered, you know, a very very better life. And that is what Jesus did for all of us. That is the story of Easter. When we speak about Easter, we are not talking about another religion and all of that. Rather, we are calling men into relationship with Christ. And that is the only way we can come and we can partake of eternal life. And that is the message of the gospel. We understand that, um, I mean... One time Reabonke was talking about the fact that soap can cleanse a man. I mean soap, um a man would not become clean because he's beside soap. He must take the soap and apply it on himself. So even though Jesus died, even though he was judged for the sin of the world, and even though the Bible tells us that you know um God forsook him at Calvary mm-hmm. and he, he declared he was finished because he had offered um and paid all, and even though we know that and even though we know that through his blood, we now have forgiveness of sins if we do not apply the blood. Like the man who wants to be clean we apply the soap. Mm. We would not be able to benefit and partake of eternal life. So I speak to everyone here who is out there. You may still be walking in sin. Maybe you have never come to a point where you have you know, come to accept the sacrifice of Christ. I want to make you understand that because of the sin, and sin kills, sin is a burden. Sin puts men in captivity. There is nothing good that comes out of a life of sin. And this is the reason why Jesus came. He came to save us from our sins. He came to offer us life the way God wants it to be lived, eternal life. Eternal life is not just making heaven. Eternal life is zoe life, the very life of God. And that is what John 3.16 promises, that as many will believe, he gave everlasting life. So I'm asking you if wherever you are right now, listening to this podcast, I mean, wherever you are right now, whatever it is that is your state, Jesus loves you, God loves you, so he decided to withhold judgment from um, judgment from you and give it to his son, Jesus, and he offered you a way. Now is the day of salvation. All you need to do is accept the sacrifice of Jesus that he made a Calvary for you and receive him as your Lord and Savior. And then you will be able to partake of his divine nature you'll be able to partake of his eternal life. Romans five seventeen tells us that through one man, speaking of Adam, sin came into the world. Death reigned in the world. But we know that as many who have obtained grace and righteousness through Jesus now reign in life. And that is the message of the gospel. So wherever you are, I ask you to simply say this prayer with me. If you believe what I have said, and if you believe the message of the gospel, please just say after me and say, Lord Jesus, say, I believe in you. I believe that the judgment of my sin was laid upon you. Say, I believe that you died at Calvary for my sins. And I believe that you were buried and you rose again after three days. To prove that you now, your sacrifice was accepted. And to prove that now you have power over sin. Today I declare that I believe in you. Today I declare that I believe in you. I confess my sins. I confess all that I have done. And my life of sin born out of my nature of sin. And today I say, Father, please forgive me of all that I have done. Wash me by the blood of your son, Jesus. I say, Jesus, my life is yours from today. You are my very life. I say, come and be the Lord of my life. Come and reign in my heart. My heart is yours from today. Today I say, you are my Lord, you are my Savior. Come and reign in my life. Come and be all that I am. Come and be my very life. Come and be the Christ in me, the very hope of glory thank you father for forgiving me because your word says none who comes to you will you in no wise cast away and thank you for accepting me thank you for giving me eternal life thank you for giving me the very life of your son thank you for giving me forgiveness now i am forgiven i'm blessed for the bible says blessed is the man whom the lord does not count iniquity thank you for forgiving me thank you for giving me eternal life today i'm saved i'm broken from every captivity of sin i'm a child of god i live for him for the rest of my days i'm saved i'm a citizen of heaven thank you father in jesus name we are prayed
0: amen thank you very much thank you sir thank you thank you also take one more prayer request you pray for those who are struggling with forgiveness that god will grant them grace to forgive thank you and grant them strength to forgive please can you lead us in that prayer father we
1: want to thank you father for this privilege that we have i pray for father you came and you taught us the way of forgiveness you forgave those who offended you you forgave all of us even though we were in sin, why the Bible says, while we're yet sinners, you died for us and forgave us. Yes. And so, Father, I speak to everyone here, oh God, yes. no matter the hurt they have faced, yes. whether they have been raped, sexually abused, yes. Yes. whether they have been betrayed by close confidence, yes. whether they have been betrayed terribly by loved ones whether they have been stabbed in the back, my friends and yes. family, whatever yes. the hurt may be, whatever the offense may be, Lord, it is your desire that we forgive. Yes. And so yes. I pray that, Lord, you will give them the grace, Amen. you will give them the power Amen. to be able to let go Amen. and let you. Amen. In the name of Jesus, Amen. I break them, O God, from every hold of the flesh that makes us to want to avenge ourselves. I break them, O God, from every hold of the flesh that makes us to want to take the place of you. Yes. The, your word tells us vengeance belongs to you. Yes. So I pray for grace, oh God, for this one, oh God, yes. that they will be able to let go Amen. of every hurt, Lord. Amen. Whatever that, whatever bitterness, oh God, that has that that has that has become a stronghold over their lives yes. because of that which has been done against them, yes. I break that stronghold right now in the name of Jesus. Amen. I break that stronghold right now in the name of Jesus. Amen. I pray for everyone we're saying, Pastor, I want to forgive but I really do not know how. Yes. Lord, I pray, oh God, that you give them the grace right Amen. now. I pray Lord God almighty oh that give them their new women right now Amen. in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. I pray for everyone who has forgiven but they are they are still struggling because they are not yet at peace. I pray Father that you grant them peace of oh God in the name of Jesus. Amen. I pray that you break them out of that prison of bitterness, that prison of resentment, yes, that man. prison and that stronghold of oh God Almighty of hatred yes, in Lord. the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Lord, we decree that after this podcast, yes. we decree that many will be reconciled. Amen. Families will be reconciled. Amen. Relationships, lost relationships of many years will be reconciled Amen. in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. And if there is anyone listening who is saying, I want to make restitution but I don't know how, I pray for the leading of the Spirit over your life. Amen. I pray for courage to go and make right that which you have made wrong. Amen. I pray that it shall be well with you. Amen. I pray that as you go and obey God, God will give you in the blessing of those who forgive in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Father. Thank you, we Jesus. give you the praise in yes. Jesus' name.
0: Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Reverend. Thank, you Thank you very much. I'm very, very grateful. So that brings us to the end of today's episode. Yes, please, please, I would advise you to share with somebody if you have somebody that you are forgiven or you are yet to forgive, just share the link so that the person will have an understanding of what uh, you are doing. So please, learn to forgive. It's Easter period. Uh, talk to somebody. Tell somebody and say, this is what I have done. And we trust that God will grant you the grace and the strength in Jesus' name. Amen. Once again, thank you, Reverend. Thank you very You're much. Very, very a grateful. to be here. Yes, thank yeah. you so much. Okay. So please share. Our Facebook page is The Voice of Mike. And if you want to talk to Reverend Moore, just contact us at voiceofmike at hotmail.com and I will be able to communicate which other contact, either email or con- phone number I will be able to communicate with you. So thank you and have a wonderful week. Bye.